all of you. Dream team. Amen. Man, you can be seated. I've been, I've been busy this week. You've been busy this week? I mean busy, busy, busy. One arm paper hanger. You have no idea what that even is. You can be seated. Most of y'all not old enough to remember. I, I don't remember about Kentucky, but when I gr was growing up, yeah, yeah, Kentucky, at least where we live, was dry. Uh, across the Tug River into West Virginia, it was wet. For those of you that don't know dry and wet, we're not talking about water. Come on, sir. You, you could drink alcohol in West Virginia, but not in Kentucky. And, and, uh, we also had something called the blue law blue law uh, because our businesses were in the blue when we honored god they're in the red when we don't honor god you don't believe that talk to chick-fil-a you don't believe that Second largest restaurant franchise in America has never been open on Sunday. Because I know the owner. I've eaten, sat with the owner. Man of God, full of God. He said, if I can't make it in six days, that's what God did. And rest on the seventh and give that day to God, I'll go out of business. Isn't it interesting? They're adding stores. Target had to close 35% of theirs. I hope they have to close all of them. Honor the Lord on the first day of the week. Bring your increase into the house of the Lord. Honor him with what he asked for, and he will bless you. I've never seen a tither say, I can't do it. Never. I've been doing this 47 years. I've never had a tither one time in my life come to me and say, I can't pay my bills. But everybody that comes to me and says, I can't pay my bills, first question I ask them, pull, show me your tithing record. Well, you know, I do what I can. You know what that means? Just, just crystallize that statement. That means you're doing all you can while God stands on the sideline. If you want God involved, God doesn't sponsor failure. right? Come up here, Gordon. You and Kathy, run up here. I just, I, I just want to, I'm not going to get through what a verse, that next verse says, send, first of all, it says save now, save now. And then it says, send now prosperity. 
send now prosperity. No, you didn't get it. Okay, so let's just say that. Send now prosperity. You stop when I say stop. Say the whole thing. Come on, this is the Bible. This is, this is David after he had sinned with Bathsheba, crying out to God for forgiveness. And right in the middle of that, he says that verse, that, that phrase, say it again. Now, now say it until it makes you feel guilty. Sin now prosperity. Didn't say go ask your boss for a raise because you're breathing. People just astound me. You give them a job, they work six months, they haven't moved anything forward, and they come with their hands stuck out. Well, I'm have, we're having a baby. Well, we had to get a new car. Your life choices are not your employer's responsibility. Right? Why don't you talk to God? Why don't you say sin now prosperity? But you can't pray that way if you're disobedient. Only the obedient can pray that way. So that's why you don't pray that way because you're ashamed because you're guilty just like David was. So then David said, sin now prosperity. He's not talking about send it. Okay, say it again. Okay, this time when you say it, stop. When I say stop, ready? Stop. First two words. Stop. Now say three words. That's where you stop. He's not saying sin prosperity now. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying, okay, I'm ready, drop it down. He is specifying the type of prosperity. He's not saying send prosperity send prosperity now he's saying send now prosperity an adjective dividing uh, describing the noun now is the adjective not the verb you're not you're not listening to me he's describing the kind of prosperity the kind of prosperity is now prosperity. Now means at this time, in this moment, in this season, right? Watch, hold on, hold on. Shabbat is a season. It's a 50 year season, it's a seven year season, and it's a seven day season, cycle. It comes every seven days. Shabbat is not normal. Sabbath is not a normal 24-hour period. Shabbat, Sabbath is the day God said, I'm going to meet with you. You're going to meet with me. You do what I said on Shabbat, and I'll do what I said on Shabbat. 
Meaning something happened. Something happens on the Sabbath that in your economy is still working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and it's out of gas on Sunday. Time to re-up. You ate last week, you want to eat next week. Shabbat. Shalom. Sabbath. Peace. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Nothing. So God says on the Sabbath, bring the tithe. 10% of the sanctified gross income. That's the command. It's not a command because God needs it. It's a command because you need it. Number one, it's an offering of thanksgiving. Thank you that I breathed out and breathed in all week. Thank you that I got up the last seven days. Thank you that I had strength to work in my mind and mental ability to learn. Thank you that I had a roof over my head and food to eat and a car to drive and gas to put in. Thank you that I'm not in the best hospital in Columbus, Ohio. Thank you that I didn't get a blood clot, have a stroke, and can't talk anymore. Thank you that I didn't get diagnosed with cancer this week. Thank you that because I was obedient to your word, you were obedient to your word on my behalf. Shout, it's elementary. Dear Watson, I'm, I'm taking a minute. I, I'm taking a minute. In the book, well, I'm going to look at it again. You can sit down. I, I'm, 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 I'm sensing adjustment to my sales in my plan for today because while I was saying that God was saying up to me is it because I'm thinking I got to get off this and get moving and while I'm saying this is his 24 hour day he said to me is it meaning you're going to do what you want to do or you're going to do what I want to do I have I have learned in 47 years, I'd rather ride his wave than try to create my own. Obedience is the key to your miracle. Your miracle manifests by what God does when you just obey. Whether you know it or not, you're living on a cursed planet. People say, how come violent carjackings are up 300% and 14 year? How do you get that messed up on this planet in 14 years to drag elderly women out of their cars 
beat them to death and drive off in their car. We need Royal Rangers, men. Give me that 14-year-old. He ain't going to be carjacking nobody. Well, it's poverty. That's a lie. That is a lie. That is a filthy, dirty, drenches, dungeons of hell lie. I was raised too poor to pay attention. My mother cut out cardboard boxes and put them in her shoes to cover up the holes to walk out of a third story, two bedroom apartment. in Columbus, Ohio and walked to her second job because we didn't have a car. You quiet now. I grew up in that neighborhood. Up Avenue, Parsons Avenue. Lived there. Those of you watching online, it's not the place you choose to live. I'm not playing. My mother would wash our feet as children and carry us to the bed and put us in the bed and say, now don't get up during the night, the rats will come out. And I'm not talking about mice. Yeah, cats. Wasn't funny then, because you can hear him clicking across the floor. Poverty is no excuse for violence. And violent criminals should be locked up, not sign your name and go your way. What's wrong with us? I was raised, my mother, we grew up on mashed potato pancakes. All you know about is McDonald's and Wendy's and Burger King. That's why when you get on the scales, they say, would one of you please get off? discipline in your life mashed potato pancakes let me help some of you folks you make mashed potatoes you don't go get french fries well how, I don't have time to cook my mother worked two jobs went to church four times a week, never missed a service, and we never missed a meal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and breakfast and dinner, we sat at the same table. Watch me as a family. Shout family. This is the downfall of America the destruction of the nuclear family, a mom, a dad, raising their kids 
in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. You put that back in America, you won't have a crime problem. You won't have an abortion problem. You won't have a... This is important. We're going into the fall. Some of y'all wouldn't miss your four-year-old soccer practice for your life. But where are they this morning? Oh, they got to play peewee football because they're going to be in the NFL. Stop living your failed dream through your children. Stop. Well, I want them to have everything I never had. They should have. They should have. But that's not the way you get it. Mashed potato pancakes. That's what you can call this sermon. Let me throw this in sideways. There's prosperity in your fragments. What? There's prosperity in the food you throw away. There's prosperity into buying it in bulk, cooking it, and eating it. Instead of supporting Starbucks, who charge you $8 for not good coffee. It's not good coffee. Next time you pull up to the window, tell me if it smells like a skunk. It does. Besides that, they're taking part of that $7 and paying for women to cross state lines, paying for their airline tickets, paying for their doctors to murder their babies. How many cups of coffee do you think you can make for $8? Somebody ought to figure that out. Amen. You take the leftover mashed potatoes and the next day you put a little bit of cooking oil and a black iron skillet and you get it real hot and you dice up some onions, what you grew yourself. That's what we did. Well, I ain't got time for that. Turn Netflix off. You'd be amazed how much time you have. I got an idea. Fast your phone one day a week. They were, I had them really shouting a while ago. Dice those onions up. Get you some green onions and, and dice the green up too. Woo. Put that in there, little tiny bit of skim milk, mix that up real good, pat it out in your own hands, or teach your children to do it. I could do it when I was eight. Yeah. 
get it good and crispy. Flip it over. Serve that up. Get you some Kentucky half runner pole beans at the corner market or grow your own. That's what we did. Get you a big cat head tomato out of your own garden. Slice that up. Put that on the plate. Some green beans, some mashed potato pancakes. Onion, tomato. Whew. That's dinner. Or go ahead and get your heart attack in a paper sack and keep going. Spending your money. There's prosperity now in your fragments. Turn your lights off. I will turn the light off on you with you in the room. The other day, I was in the kitchen and we have a dimmer on the kitchen lights and they were just about half brightness, you know. Miss Jonah came downstairs and walked past the light switch. Austin said, Mom, turn those lights out. She said, why? He said, it's daylight outside. He's 31, and he's already his dad. If you're going to complain about your electric bill, turn your air conditioner up two degrees and save $150 a month. Take that wool blanket off you wear in your house. There's, there's prosperity in your fragments. Americans waste more money than 75% of the nations on earth make. We waste it because we're blessed. Amen. I mean, in America, we're blessed. Come on. Amen. We're blessed. You're not having to try to find food. It's everywhere. You know, people are complaining. Well, I can't get my favorite brand. We'll grow it. Right? Send now prosperity. You want God to do that? Every need met. Every need he is supplying. Plenteous grace he affords. You want God to meet your needs? You want God to go beyond your needs and meet your wants, your desires? Whether you want him to or not, that's what he wants to do. God wants every single one of you to have more than enough. More than enough. Because if you don't, how much food did we give away at Elkhart? Over 8,500 pounds of groceries. We gave away. Look at that. 8,500, look at that. Now let me ask you a question. If all we had was enough, how could we do that? You couldn't do that. You remember, Megan, I'm putting you on the spot, how much we gave away when we were giving away food every week out there? Yeah, over four million pounds. 
Could we do that if we just had enough? Could we run Shars there? Stand up, Shar. Let everybody say hello to you. Stand up. Shar's the director of the women's clinic, saving babies. Every day, every day, every day, every day, God allows us to be open. You think we could do that? It's all free. Could we do that? If we just had enough? No. Could we be helping Ukraine? with tens upon tens of thousands of dollars to help families like the Danlitz families that are living there right now, to help 2,101 churches that are Harvest City Harvest Network affiliates there. You think we could help them? You think we could send hundreds of thousands of pounds of food to Pakistan, start 50 churches in three years? get motorbikes for all the pastors and PA systems is all we had is just enough. Howard Carter is my spiritual uncle. He's my spiritual uncle. He was my pastor's spiritual mentor, so he could be called my spiritual great uncle. He traveled the world with Brother Sumrall, when Brother Sumrall was in his 20s, around the world, 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 and there were no jet airliners. Both of them started ministry with 14 cents in their pocket. You try to get somebody to go start a church now. Well, I need $50,000 to start I saw one other day, uh, we're not gonna start our church, but uh, we're gonna think about it in a year or so, and in the meantime, I need $100,000 for my salary this year. What? What? I didn't make $100,000 a year when we moved in here and filled this building up four times a week. That's 20,000 people a week. What's wrong with us? We are so spoiled. Brother Sumrall told me that Brother Carter became the provost of a, a great Bible college. And while he was there, the banknote came due. The bank said, you're going See, because the servant is, the debtor is servant to the lender. That means you serve whoever you get money from. If you don't believe that, that's why your $30,000 car, by the time you get it paid off in seven years, cost you $60,000. So you paid $60,000 for a $30,000 car. You know why? No patience. No Shabbat Shalom. No be at peace. No get the french fries out of the floorboard of the car you've got. No wash the car you've got. He that's faithful over little, God will make ruler over much. Clean your house. Especially the top of your refrigerator if you have me over. Because I'm six foot two and I can see the top of that thing. 
and there's stuff living up there. That's true. Isn't it? Just try to go home today and look. But Brother Carter, provost of the Great Hampstead Bible College, he, he took it over from other leadership and they'd taken it into debt and the bank had called the note. And what that means is you pay up by X date or we take the property. So all those students were going to have to leave. There's nowhere to go. Wow. You, you guys could get a chair or something. You have to stand there like 10 soldiers. I'm going to quit here in a minute after I change your life. All right. All right. So they owed a certain amount of money. And so the students were literally becoming sick. Like they were becoming sick. They fasted so much. They were, they were, they were really sick. But, but Brother Carter never did get sick. The very last evening, he prayed with the students went back to his little humble abode and he heard God say the note was due at 8 o'clock the next morning he heard God say go look on the mantle and he's you know talking to himself he said I don't want to go look on the mantle I'm getting ready for bed and he kept hearing God go look on the mantle so he finally went and looked on the mantel. There's a little yellow envelope laying on the mantel. Never did know where it came from. And so he went over to the mantel and he said, okay, and turned around to go back to bed. God said, open the envelope. <laughs> he, wh why am I telling you that? He wasn't nervous. He said, he said to Brother Sumner, the note wasn't due till eight o'clock the next morning. I had 14 hours. So he opened the note, the envelope, and in brand new British pounds was the exact to the dollar amount. Listen to me. Be careful when you shout. The exact amount necessary to pay off that note. He threw it back up on the mantle. Do you remember what he said, Elder Canfield? Stand up and tell these people what he said. Only just. <laughs> Only just. Like, could have at least gotten some lunch out of it or something. But <laughs> the exact amount. I preached this week at a church and they said, Pastor, we're being given a property. I said, really? He said, yeah, not only the property, but everything that goes along with it, including the bank accounts. I said, really? Yeah. Well, how much, how much was in the bank accounts? I'm kind of bold when I'm under the anointing. 
he, he said half a million. I said, okay, I'm figuring the tithe on half a million right now is what I'm doing. And, 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 and he said, but in order to make it happen, we have to pay X amount in the transition, which we'll get, you know, five times over when we receive the property. I said, that's cool. And he handed me a check and I could tell he'd really stretched his faith. He'd really stretched his faith. And he, he looked at it and he was happy about it and he was proud of it as he should have been. It was in a, a beautiful, beautiful love gift to our ministry, not to me. And uh, he called me the next day and he said, I just want you to know that we got called from the other party and they reduced what we need to come up with by the exact dollar amount of our seed to you for being here the other night. So I'm just, the reason I'm telling you that is to let you know no anointing ever leaves the earth and what gets in the head gets in the body. So I said to him, only just, How many of you'd like to get an only just? God paid off your house, only just. God paid off your car, only just. God paid off your credit cards, only just. God paid off your school bill, only just. Why don't you get God involved in your economy and you'll have a whole lot of only just. Say it, send now prosperity. Okay, so what is now prosperity? Prosperity that is triggered by an act of obedience that has longevity. In other words, it is meant to have a long-lasting effect. So the tithe is meant to affect that week. your sales for the coming week, your discounts for the coming week, keeping you healed in your body so you didn't have to go pay a doctor. That's now prosperity, now prosperity. Prosperity that not only affects now by obedience, but the future through that obedience. Now I'll prove it to you. Shout, sin now prosperity. He didn't say sin prosperity now. He said send a certain kind of prosperity. Now prosperity which affects my future in the cycle. Come up here. This is Gordon and Kathy. I don't know how long they've been coming here. Several years but they were from a different church background than me, which is basically every church background. But they, they, they kind of struggled when they first got here about this tithing thing. And I would tell them, just hold on. Don't get all shook. Because they're, they're tremendous servants. Uh, they serve in every way here. 
But they gave me a testimony the other day, yesterday, yesterday. Gordon, who is an incredible business leader and, and trainer and developer, and Gordon, how long had you been out of work? Been out of work five months. No money coming in. No, sir. So he's sitting in here one day and he tells his wife to do what? We need to increase our ties. Increase. Double. Double. You have no job. In your natural mind, that's the time to cut your tithe in half. Don't look at me with your halo crooked on your horns. 90% of you or more have had that thought. God understands. Hold on now. Double our tithe when we've had no income for five months. Yes, sir. What did you say, Kathy? Have you lost your ever-loving mind? <laughs> and all the ladies said, have you lost your mind? Right? Yep. Okay, then what happened? We were at the gas station. How long after you said we're gonna do this? 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. They left, they drove down the road, stopped to get gas. Just doubled their tithe. Five months, no work. And what happened? The phone rings for a job. A phone rings. The phone rings. You pick up the phone. Yes, sir. Hello, we'd like to give you a job. But the job was less money than you had been making before. $20,000 less. $40,000 less. And what did you do? I said, I'll come talk. <laughs> Wise businessman. What happened? I went and talked and I said, I'll take the job for less than, I'm making $20,000 less. And I said, I'll give you one year. Notice, he didn't say no to a job when he didn't have one. Cause it wasn't as much as he thought he should make. That's the reason America can't find anybody to work. America cannot find people to work. Business owners all shouted amen. So you took the job, you said, I'll give you a year. Here we go. Here we go. How long ago was that? Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. So two months into the year, yep. what happens? I've had two increases, pay two increases. Raises. And I just picked up a company car with all gas paid yesterday. They gave him a company car, paid for all his gas, gave him a raise a month when he wasn't supposed to get one for a year. Now, how would, I, I wish I knew the dollars, but I don't want to embarrass anybody. How much of the double tithe gave what kind of a return on that investment? You cannot outgive God. Try it. I challenge you. Try it.
and pastor. Yeah. And we still kept doing the stuff at the church and of still you did. kept giving everything, plus still doing the toys. And how much in toys? $75,000. $75,000 in toys themselves. I had to go get them a warehouse for the toys we're going to give away to children that don't have any this coming Christmas. I'm telling you, God wants to send now prosperity. Be seated. It's the Sabbath. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.